0: Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. When justice doesn't give you the answers that you want, it's okay to use frontier justice. Thank God we're out on the range. It's high noon for Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. And... Let's talk about so many things. Breonna Taylor, Donald Trump, Hunter Biden. There's so much going on today. And none of it makes Democrats look good. But before we get into that, guys, please share the show. Please rate the show. Please follow Instagram and Twitter. I'm at I'm your moderator. It helps. It helps me. It helps me help you. And that. Is what this is all about. So, the Kentucky Attorney General just finished his press conference. So, high noon will be a little late today, but I wanted to listen to that. Uh, they are pursuing charges against one of the officers for basically mishandling his gun and putting at risk people in other apartments. Seems justified. Cops should be careful about that. What they are not doing is prosecuting anyone for the death of Breonna Taylor. And if you've paid attention to this at all in a way that goes beyond reading celebrity Instagrams, you would know that that's what what is happening because you could have just read the police report and found out that Breonna Taylor is in a very bad crowd of people who are drug dealers and murderers. And one of those drug dealers and murderers was at her house. Also at her house, drugs and money that she was holding for the drug dealers and murderers. In most places, that makes you a criminal. Oh, it's all places. All places, that makes you a criminal. So... The police came to the apartment in what is called a no-knock raid, though it was not. The police did knock and did announce themselves. No one came to the door, so they busted the door down. When they came into the apartment, down the hallway, was Brianna Taylor's dude with a gun pointed at the police. He then shot one of the police officers and that police officer returned fire, as did other police officers. In the process of that, Brianna Taylor was struck and killed. That's not cops murdering a defenseless black woman while she was sleeping because they just busted into the wrong apartment. That's not what that was. OK, it is unequivocally untrue that the story you were told by media and celebrities and athletes is false. You believed it because you wanted to believe it because you thought that expressing your belief in the false and destructive narrative made you a good person. And the reason you thought it made you a good person is because everybody else was doing it and you didn't want to feel left out. And so you spread false and destructive information that you were too lazy to go look up on your own. And so we've had four plus months now of riots. And of course, that's about to start happening in Kentucky where you haul trucks, are stopping alongside the road to allow Antifa rioters dressed in black to steal the, or to, uh, to take their anarchist signs about abolishing the police out of the back and other quote unquote supplies like shields. It's so weird, the shield thing. But uh, yeah, so that's where we are. And we are in that place because of the media and our entertainment community supported by grifting academics like Ibram Kendi, who gets rich on selling a racist uh, woke mind comp to the country supported with a $10 million gift from uh, Twitter's Jack Dorsey. These frauds and grifters have put the country into a state of near permanent tension on the basis of three totally false narratives about police violence. George Floyd, who died of a fentanyl overdose, Brianna Taylor, who was holding drugs and money for criminals, making her a criminal and her criminal boyfriend shot at the police and she was killed in crossfire, sadly. And Jacob Blake, who fought cops after sexually assaulting a woman, had a knife in his hand and then looked like he was reaching for a gun. And so we can be sad about people dying who otherwise may not have, but that doesn't make it the police's fault, and it doesn't mean by any stretch of the imagination that police are out there hunting black Americans, and that is what they say. That is what LeBron always says, because, you know, LeBron... Fears for his life every day. Does anyone believe that? Does anyone believe that LeBron fears for his life every day? Of course he doesn't. Is LeBron making other people believe that they should fear for their lives every day? Yes, he is. What would you call a person like that? A sociopath? I would. It's unbelievable. And so another interesting development this morning has been the release of the report about Hunter Biden's activities while Joe Biden was the vice president and Hunter Biden was making corrupt business deals. On Joe Biden's behalf. Again, this is unequivocally true. Okay? Trump had every reason to want Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's abuse of power for their own corrupt financial purposes to be investigated. I want it investigated, and you should want it investigated. And that investigation has been done and it implicates all of them. And this isn't even the end of the story. There's still so much to come out. But check out any of the summaries today. They are not good for Joe Biden. Why are they not good for Joe Biden? Because Joe Biden and his son are criminals. Here is a paragraph from uh, a rundown on this situation from National Review. Jack Crow wrote it. You can find it rather easily. In the course of his globetrotting business career, Hunter Biden racked up more than $4 million in, quote, questionable financial transactions with well-connected foreigners. He partnered with Chinese businessmen connected to the Chinese Communist Party and People's Liberation Army. He took cash from the wife of the former corrupt mayor of Moscow, and he sent funds to Ukrainian and Russian nationals living in the US that are linked to what appears to be an Eastern European prostitution or human trafficking ring, according to the report. Oops. So I uh, I don't know if I touched on this on Monday, and I think I might have and then not explained it. But I have a theory for the mental breakdowns that uh, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi are having. And it is not only to do with their age. OK, we are talking about politicians who have been in uh, the upper echelons of American political life for decades, decades. OK. Nancy Pelosi's family has been involved in politics and organized crime, and that's where she comes from. All the politicians surrounding her in California, Jerry Brown, Gavin Newsom and his family, the Gettys, all of this is intertwined in California corruption. Okay. Joe Biden, similarly, is the senator from Delaware. Why do businesses go to Delaware? Because of their tax laws. Who goes there specifically? Credit card companies and banks. So when you look at how insane the laws governing credit cards and debt are in the United States, look to Joe Biden. Joe Biden who wrote the 94 crime bill is responsible for what everyone understands to be heinous injustice against the black community. Joe Biden did that. Joe Biden is also responsible for a vast swath of American debt. Joe Biden did that. And now we find out that Joe Biden and his sons and his one son in particular, Hunter, have been making themselves rich by exploiting Joe Biden's political positions. And we are pretending that Donald Trump does this for years. We have pretended That this is a Trump problem. No. What is happening is massive institutions and systems and people with power. All connecting and colluding to destroy the American president. To cover their own asses from decades of malfeasance and abuse and crime. And this will just keep coming out over the next few weeks. And then assuming Trump is elected, we're going to see a hell of a lot of this in the second term. Because while people can make all the jokes they want about Donald Trump not draining the swamp, this is the swamp he's trying to drain. All right? It doesn't mean that everyone around him has a squeaky clean record for everything in their entire life. You could search into anyone's history and find things that are wrong. I haven't paid my taxes yet this year. I will, but I haven't yet. Does that negate everything I say? No. But if I was in Trump's cabinet or I was in his inner circle and a reporter found that out, they would use that information to try to detract from the things I say. And you can judge for yourself whether or not that should be uh, held against me. You're more than welcome to hold it against me. I'm admitting it to you. That does not invalidate the substance of anything I say, okay? And... So the mental breaks, I think, may be in part due to the fact that they have reached the end of their ability to excuse all of their uh, past infidelities, let's call them. This is the sort of thing that happens to people when they get caught red-handed, when they are totally screwed. They are already uh, elderly, approaching 80, and it matters. You know how they say when, uh, when you lie, it gets more difficult because you have to remember all the old lies and then figure out how they all are able to connect one to one another, how you can try to find a through line that goes between them without making you look intentionally dishonest for decades. That is what they've reached the end of the lie that covers the last lie that covers the last lie that covers the last lie. Well, now they're basically down to their last lie. Nancy Pelosi absolutely short-circuited on Sunday morning. Joe Biden was in an interview reading a teleprompter and asked them to move the next lineup and then the reporter tried covering for him. This is pathetic. Donald Trump wouldn't get away with any of this. Which should tell you That Donald Trump isn't doing this stuff. They have already tried to chase him down every single path they could find, and they have come up empty, completely empty, not a little bit empty, not like there was some special excuse why Mueller couldn't bring charges. None of that. There is nothing. They have gotten nothing. Russian collusion. No. Ukraine quid pro quo? No, that's Biden. He's on video announcing the success of his quid pro quo in getting the Ukrainian prosecutor fired. Why was he so into getting that prosecutor fired? And why did he hold back? U.S. funds until that happened. Did it have something to do with the fact that he and his sons are criminals? Did Obama know this? Did Kerry know this when he lied about it? Of course they did. This stuff is just going to keep happening, okay? Because as I described months ago, the old guard, I think, is the easiest way to conceive of of how this is, right? The leaders, the people in power in political parties, the government, the media, tech, entertainment, academia, and corporations. And I guess you can add the public health community onto that. These people are working to manipulate their own unethical, immoral, illegal, Activity. And they all help one another clear things up because they all owe each other a bunch of favors. And this is how they bail one another out constantly. They are all against Donald Trump. Why? Because Donald Trump is different. Donald Trump doesn't give a shit. About all the plans they had, including the plans for the country, because those plans are bad. And he doesn't give a shit about protecting these people. This is the first time a politician has been in office in my lifetime. Maybe Reagan. Don't know. Kind of think no. But the first time. That a politician has been in office who cares only about doing his job on behalf of the American people. Donald Trump is not only a great public servant, he is a great patriot. Watch his speeches. You can see it. You can see the relationship he has with his supporters. They love him. Donald Trump leveled up again last night in his speech. In Pennsylvania. He is more honest than any other politician on television. The ones who are coming out, the ones you're familiar with. Obviously, I can't speak to every politician because I don't know every politician's positions on everything. That would be nuts. But in terms of politicians in the public spotlight, none are more honest. Than Donald Trump. He is completely transparent. He says what's happening. And that people still can't understand how he speaks is mind blowing to me. You need to think of Donald Trump as if he's talking to a bunch of buddies around a bar. And the importance in those situations is to make sure that the people you're talking to understand the story, the meaning of the story, the moral of the story. It's not important that he says 10,000 when it was 9,988. That's not a fact check. That's a nitpick meant to distract you from what he's actually saying. I always encourage everybody to, re, uh, to uh, watch his speeches and press conferences. Watch them in full. Watch the issues progress. Watch the questions change. Watch the questions all try to hammer the same issue all day because they think that they have found something that they can attack and blow up. Like the whole uh, Russian bounties thing. Didn't happen, but they still asked him about it in press conferences. Do you think it's appropriate to be meeting with foreign leaders while there are accusations of uh, Russian bounties that Trump ignored? Crazy, crazy, crazy. That is just irresponsible, reprehensible, deplorable journalism. That is truly... Journalists being the enemy of the state, literally. They are threatening the ability of the United States to function and maintain itself, and they are doing so not because they are serving justice, but because they are serving themselves their organizations, and the political desires of people in power who pay them. It is pathetic. And you know what? Let me do this one today because I always want to find a uh, like a good segue into it or an episode where this matches, and I haven't been for weeks now. And I want to... Get this out there so people can think about it and react to it however they might. But one of the things we still hear a lot about how bad Donald Trump is, is that he admits to grabbing women by the pussy. Nope, that's not what he did. And let's break that down further. okay? so we all remember the Access Hollywood tape where Donald Trump is. Uh trying to make Billy Bush laugh. And Trump is talking about a very particular type of interaction and a type of woman in a type of situation. Again, hashtag not all women. But if you've ever spent time in Hollywood and you're trying to deny that these women exist, you're a goddamn liar. Okay? And so what he says, was that if you were famous, they let you do whatever you want. And he is making a point about a particular kind of woman for whom that is absolutely true. And those kinds of women are all over Hollywood. In fact, they're all over lots of major cities. And the point was not that he did the thing because he didn't say he did the thing. He made a very specific claim that they will let you do it. He could know that just by seeing other people do it. And if you're in Hollywood, you can know that just by knowing anything about the culture where these exact types of women go to some famous person's house after a night out and then sign NDAs before they have sex with that famous person. Am I making this up? No, I'm not. Can you find out which people do that? Sure you can. So, when you are looking at Trump's comment to Billy Bush, it's important to note that while he may, been, may have been saying something disrespectful that you don't want to hear from a president, the sort of thing you don't even want to hear in public, really, because this is one of those impolite truths that we are not allowed to express. It is not only men using sex as a form of power. Okay? Women do it all the time. And to the extent that women exist who allow rich and famous men to act like that, Saying that those women exist is not offensive. Facts should not be offensive, just like facts cannot be racist or sexist. The way that you express those facts could be. If you express only those facts and leave out the other facts. The the uh, the claims of racism or sexism could start to make sense. But it's impossible to have a racist or sexist fact. And what Donald Trump said is factually true. So now you might be mad that he said it. And it might turn you off to his personality or to what he's seen and perhaps done in life. He was not lying. Women really do exist who will let rich and famous men do whatever they want. They even encourage them to do whatever they want. Sorry, reality exists. It is only benevolent sexism that allows us to pretend that women do not make errors In the field of sex, when it comes to their judgment or how they present themselves or the behavior that they condone and reciprocate. Okay? I, at times in my life, have been very publicly exposed. Okay? I have spent years and years being out in social situations that go anywhere from no normal nights at bars to the most high-end Oscar and Emmy parties to after parties in rich and famous celebrities houses. That is my normal life for most of my time in Hollywood. Sometimes sometimes, three, four, five, six, seven nights a week. In 2015, I was out 330 nights. Do you think no one's ever walked up and grabbed my dick through my pants, grabbed my ass, kissed me on the mouth? That stuff happens all the time. Without my consent, sometimes it bothers me. Sometimes I laugh. Do I ever make a federal case out of it? Nope. Why? Because I didn't feel the need to punish a woman for a brief indiscretion that didn't scar me. That's why. Do you think that hot chicks don't say or think, I could walk into that room, I can go kiss that guy, grab his dick. I'm hot enough, they'll let you do anything. Does that even sound strange? Of course, we all know that's true. Some Victoria's Secret model walks into a room, sees a guy, strides over to him, grabs his dick and kisses him. That would be that guy's fucking dream. And listen, again, I'm not trying to like say that Trump is a morally perfect person, especially not before he became president. But. But. Let's all stop telling each other lies, okay? Let's stop using complete dishonesty to try to score political points because that's what it is. And then people like Don Lemon and Lawrence O'Donnell and those other buffoons, the president admitted to, to sexually assaulting women on tape. Nope. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No one should believe that because it's ridiculous. It's not like he was walking up <laughs> to people in vans and just checking out their genitals like Crocodile Dundee. And if you don't get that joke, it means you're too young. Or haven't watched enough movies. Um, I'm going to let the rest of today play out without opining on what I think will happen any further. Uh, I'm going to be paying a lot of attention. I imagine there will be a uh, Kaylee McEnany press conference today to discuss Joe Biden or a Donald Trump press conference today to discuss Joe Biden. I think that they will both be fantastic television and The reason will be because you can watch the media bend over backwards to try to get Trump or McEnany to say something in response to a ridiculous question that they can then turn into an answer that makes Trump or McEnany look bad. And that is what you should watch for. If you watch these press conferences, even if you watch them way later, you can actually choose any press conference, even one in the past. And watch them do that. If you trust the media at all, do that. And then listen to controlled demolition. Because after you do, there's no way you can possibly listen to these people again. And that is productive. I know that that sounds bleak. Like, well, how will we get information if we don't listen to the media? You can't just say they're all wrong. You're right. I'm not saying they're all wrong. I've said countless times, you need to construct a Twitter feed for yourself, curated with only people you believe that you can trust to tell you the truth, because the things that they're saying are consistent. They show that the person does care about the truth. Their political goals are not constantly being achieved in their reporting, and I'm saying this about reporters, not not opinion people. Of course, opinion people's, opinion people have their biases, which you can take into account while reading their opinions. And then all you need to do to neutralize those biases is read the same story from someone with the opposite biases and see where their claims intersect. And if you do that and you find points where their claims intersect, you have pretty good reason to believe that those particular points are not under dispute. So that's it. I'll be back tomorrow. Same reasonable time, same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to more hopes fall. Goodbye.